Good morning, savvy listeners. I am glad that you are taking the time to invest in yourself today. Savvy, the business podcast, will show you how your daily habits can create your own platform. One thing that can make this happen, change your habits, change your success. Welcome to Savvy, the business podcast. Good morning, good morning, Savvy listeners. You are on Savvy, the business podcast with Melissa Ambers, and our guest today is uh, Miss Alexa Jackson, and we're going to be talking about business development, creating long-term relationships, and how to maintain them. So uh, throughout the show, feel free to ask your questions and comments. We're on Facebook Live. Um, and we're in and out on Instagram um, as well. So, again, send us your questions. Don't, you know, just raise your hand. Send me the question I'm reading on Facebook Live, and um, we're also recording. So, again, Alexa, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, doing well. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for taking the time out to join us this morning. Um, so can you introduce yourself to the audience and let them know a little bit about what you do and how uh, you got into business development? Yeah, sure. So um, as you stated, my name is Alexa Jackson. <clears throat> um, I started with business development uh, straight out of out of college or straight when I went to college. Uh, I studied marketing. Um, I had my business and uh, bachelor's administration. So that's all I know almost. It's like it's all pounded into me um, after doing four and a okay. half years of, of college. Um, and I also got into the corporate world, which kind of helped me out um, with understanding a little bit more things about how stuff works in the background with business. Um, during my college years, though, I did start a business on my own, which is a clothing brand. Um, and I'm very, very passionate about, and it's, it's a love is about the relationships. Um, I wouldn't say too much on it's not what you know, it's who you know, because it's, it's a mixture right. of both. But right. who you know can take you further than just your own knowledge. Um, and some people feel like I don't want to get out there and start telling people what I do and seeking help because they might try to steal my ideas. But it's a lot of people. I mean, it, it can be an evil world that we live in, but it's also um, a lot of people in this world who's willing to help and who has already been down the path that um, we're currently trying to go down. So after okay. kind of building up a lot of connections and stuff, I really just I, I kind of got more back in tune with getting into the business, um, rebranding some things with my clothing brand and also starting a music management business with one of my um, business partners. But a lot of stuff okay. has to be taken care of in the background before right. you're really just forecasting everything that you do and looking for help. So um, that's right. a little snippet of, um, you know, what I'm currently doing and how I got started and everything. Okay. Okay. So I've had um, questions come in previously, and I'm glad, you know, I ran across you and, we're able to talk about this topic. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, first, what is business management um, and why is it uh, so important? Business management as, as far as um, my business 
managing other people or just business management in, in general, just trying to manage your business the correct way? Business management in general. Okay, so in general, I mean, business management is just, I think it's a holistic um, portfolio of managing, marketing, PR, um, everything that just goes into a business that makes a business successful. Um, right. It's a lot of, I don't want to say it's a lot of hard work, but it's hard work that has to be done. So you have to know your numbers. You have to know, if you're in sales, you have to know how much of whatever product you have that you sold and who was going out to and the demographics. Um, I just feel like business management is knowing your business inside and out. So when you're telling it to other people or when you're trying to sell your business or get an endorsement, you know everything that goes on within your business. No one can tell you anything. There won't be any um, surprises when it comes to auditing or when it comes to money and where everything is going. So that's my perspective of what um, business management is in okay. general. Okay. And um, why is it important for um, businesses to not only understand business management, but, um, I'm sorry, yeah, business management and developing their business and not just getting in and, trying to manage a business, uh, I mean, manage their client, uh, do the day-to-day operations, and they forget about the business itself, that there are some things that we have to do to constantly monitor, manage, follow up, and just, you know, all those behind-the-scenes things that so many forget about. Well, I think... um... Well, one, to, to kind of address the topics of uh, how people just get caught up in one part of the business and forget about everything else, yeah. I think if you're doing it on your own, it's, that's the hardest part is you have to keep up with everything. I, me, personally, I write down everything so I don't forget, even with um, my LLC and reporting taxes every three months. I mean, it varies by state. Um, write it down. Keep a book with it because if you're really serious about your business, you're going to make sure that, you have everything under control before hiring other people on the team. I think that might be the number one reason is that it's so much work that you have to do just by yourself when you're a one-man army. And you don't have anyone constantly saying, you know, well, did you do this or did you take care of this or, you know, having an accountant or something like that, which can right. alleviate some of the pain. But when it's just you, it's very easy to forget about, marketing your business, even though you did everything in the background. So now you've taken care of all of the business access, but no one knows that you have a business or no one knows that you're relaunching or something like that. So, Right. Okay. So with, like you said, uh, managing your tasks, writing things down, um, I'm the behind-the-scenes expert, and I'm, you know, always showing uh, my clients on how to utilize online tools. The internet is so big now, and there are so many apps uh, out there that we have to start utilizing what we have in front of us, which is our devices. Uh, all of us yeah. have a smartphone, we have a tablet and or an iPad, and we just don't use them, you know, effectively. And it's about understanding and knowing how to use those devices. And, you know, I mean, something simple as Evernote. That's a tool that anybody that knows me know I mention Evernote all the time because it's free, mm-hmm. it's easy to use, you could do checklists, bullet points, take pictures, record. It's so many different things you could do with Evernote and even share notes with 
uh, your clients, your colleagues, or whoever that you need to share those notes with without, you know, copying, pasting, let me write it down, type it up, you know, all of that extra. So um, yeah. we have to understand how to use our devices and um, what we have in front of us. Um, yeah, so, I think that plays a big part for sure. Right. A lot of people right. don't monetize what we have right in our phone, um, yeah. especially those who don't really have an entrepreneurial mindset. They just go out and seek work, you know, they work a nine-to-five or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's just good enough for them. But there's people that's literally on Instagram all day. You comment under celebrity posts, and you do a whole lot of stuff, and you're not making any money. And it's like we have all this technology, and I still see so many people that are far, far behind, even if it's just – writing down, keeping up with groceries. I see people go to the grocery store and go back home and, oh, I forgot this, this, and that. But you on your phone all the time and you can go to your notes and you can put those things in there. I mean, we're in a time where our life can, is much more easier than it was back in the day. Right. And we have technology and a lot of people don't take advantage of it. Right. I have um, um, this saying that I, I say sometimes. I say technology is a beautiful thing. And so many of us, we have to start embracing that. Um, and I'm not saying mm-hmm. you have to be a guru or anything like that, but understanding what you have in front of you and utilizing those devices. And we have to get away from, well, this person is using this app or that person is using this app and it's working for them. But are you in the exact same business? Are you doing the exact same mm-hmm. thing? Are you on the exact same level of utilizing technology? And if that question is a mm-hmm. no, then okay, let's research. Let's see what's out there. Let's see what else that we can um, that we can use that helps me and is better mm-hmm. for me and not because I saw somebody else using it or they said it worked for them. So mm-hmm. that's what we have. Uh, get used to and understand that we can't always be where we see the other person going or what the other person is doing. So I just think that that is like truly important and necessary that uh, we start to do that. Um, now, with, yeah. with you know, utilizing those apps and working with clients, um, we have some clients that still, you know, they want the pen and paper. They want, oh, I just like the feel of the paper. I just like the feel of the pen. And I challenge that sometimes, and I say, okay, you have an iPad. Let's go get you an iPen. If you just have to have mm-hmm. that hand, let's go get the iPen. There's a notebook app, and we can use that notebook app with our pen, and there we go, you know? So. Yeah. That's um, I, I challenge that a lot with um, a lot of clients that I work with. Um, so when, when you run into a client that's still, I don't want to say outdated, but still not, you know, in 2019, and you want uh-huh. to bring them up not only to manage their time um, and show them how they're wasting time by doing what they're doing and not making that switch, how do you work with them? to help them to understand that? I mean, it's hard trying to get people to convert from their way of thinking. You know, people are always going to think that their way of thinking is the most right way and nobody can tell them anything. 
Right. Only thing I could possibly do was lead by example and show them, you know. And they may still be like, you know, well, that's you. How do I know that works for you? But at that yeah. point, you're just kind of like, you don't want to change or anything like that. And I guess it's, it will be more about kind of telling people how if you don't change, you're right. going to get left behind. Change is inev- inevitable. And, I mean, it's people that are, you know, my age or even younger that's like, well, I don't want to do this or I don't want to upgrade my phone to iPhone and I'm trying to run a business. Or, you know, it's just certain things. And when you try to tell people that, they're just like, well, I'm not doing that because you told me to do it. But right. when you're telling somebody the right thing, it's kind of like, well, I'm just, you know, trying to help you out to make you go further than where you already are. So in that situation, it's kind of just having examples and showing them, um, even if you have demos of showing them how easier it would be to use in your iPad with the iPad versus physically writing down things, that would be the the most efficient way. People are going to be stuck in their ways either way it goes, you know, whether even if they're paying for consultants and services or, I mean, I know people that go to um, the the webinars or they go to, you know, the different talks or like the sister sister talk and they spend all this money for help and then they don't use it because they want to be stuck in their own ways. But they want to say that I'm still getting help or, you know, something to that effect, so. Something's not working for me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. What top five tips would you want to share today on business development and why? Okay, top five. So my top five would be um, researching. And the reason why I say that is because we're in a time where everything is literally on the Internet. Um, yeah. I was speaking to someone about <clears throat> how, you know, a recession. Is, I also minored in economics, so I'm, like, pretty up to speed right. with everything that goes on in the economy. And um, I was talking to some people, and, you know, it was like, you know, a recession is looking like it's coming pretty soon. You know, make sure you are financially good, making sure, you know, your job and stuff is going to be secured if not. You might want to start looking at the places for jobs that aren't going to be affected by the recession and everything. And um, one girl asked me, you know, she said, hey, I work in, in this field. Do you think my job is going to be, you know, is my job going to be okay? And I literally told her, I don't know, look on Google. <laughs> you know, I'm not a walking yeah. book. You know, I'm not the walking internet. Right. And a lot of people right. don't want to utilize like we said earlier, they don't want to utilize their phone. They don't want to take the time out to research yeah. what does the word mean or how do I spell. It's just the small things, and I see it all the time. It really irks me because it's like you'll sit on Facebook and Instagram and stuff all day, but when it's something that's important to you that you need to research, you don't do it. Right. And I think that's very important with business development, career development, all of that, professional development, anything. Um, my second one would be to read books. You know, we go to school, right. pre-K to 12th grade, and then we go to college, but there's so much that they didn't cover in those 16 years of school. There's what a lot of books that we um, I would recommend to start off with Mindset. Um, it's a really great book. It teaches, uh, it taught me a lot about how people, um, people that aren't doing well and how they react. And then people who aren't doing well, 
and how they react to change what they didn't do well. And a lot of it is in the mindset. Um, you change your mindset, you can change a lot of things in your life. And I try that's to teach that a lot. Um, right. I'm sorry, what was that? No, I said that's, that's a good point. You have to change your mindset. Yeah. Yeah, nothing, if you're not speaking stuff into existence or if you're not already acting like, or if you're not already living like your blessings have been answered, they will never be answered. Uh-huh. And that's, that's something that I kind of have to change even about myself and start to, you know, act like I'm already there, you know, um, to just make life easier. Then that's when you start attracting stuff. And that goes into the law of attraction and everything, which is a whole other topic. Um, yeah, right. Um, yeah, yeah. My third one would be um, keeping a healthy lifestyle, um, not just from eating or from, you know, working out, but uh, I right. feel like being mentally healthy also pertains to the people that are around you. You can have a lot of toxic people, even family, that's like, well, you're trying to do this with this, and I don't like it, I think it's a bad idea, I think you need to do this and that, and those are the people that you don't want around you. Because then you're mentally not healthy. You're drained with toxicity from the people that are around you, and then you become negative on yourself. So you can never have any type of development um, within yourself if you have people always bringing you down. That makes sense. Okay, right. Um, Yeah, yeah. Me personally, I even have to just, you know, cut a a few people off um, because. Oh, wow. That's that's a good one. yeah, you might have to leave some people where they where they are. There's nothing negative against them. They just aren't. They're not pushing you or motivating you to do what you really want to do. You want to make sure you're always around people who support everything that you do, even if it's the craziest thing. You need those people yeah. who are going to push you to do that. Well, let me let me ask a question while while we're right here. Um, having people to support you, majority of the time, um, family are biased. And mm-hmm. I don't care how sure. crazy what makes sense that they will support you, which is a good thing, but we have to not be afraid to go outside of family, those close friends, and get other people's perspective because they're going to tell you the truth. They're going to be mm-hmm. honest. They're going to say, uh, nah, or go back to the drawing board, or nah, that don't make sense. Because mm-hmm. we that family that do support us and family that um, is here all the time for us, which is great. It is truly great. And that it could be financially or in any type of way. But having that family support is super important, but we have to not be afraid to go outside of that box and get yeah. other support because when you have other people support and they're telling you the truth, um, yes, our feelings will get hurt sometimes. Yes, we may, you know, look and say, oh, well, no, she did. But let's back up for a second. Let's back up for a second and, and understand if that person telling you that sincerely or are they being vindictive? If they're telling you something uh-huh. sincere, we got to suck that in. We have to suck yeah. that in. And we have to understand that that can help us. And I, 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 could, I could speak from experience. I mean, been there, done that. Because um, we get so used to that support. 
And I did work with the person. When I say, you know, you feel like your face cracks and you get the attitude mm-hmm. and you, you want to go off and you want to go do all of this stuff. But at the end of the day, when I was able to, you know, chill out for a minute, back up and look at it, it's like, oh, okay. That's what she meant. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, but while we're on that, I want to stop you right there so we can kind of expand on it a little bit just to put that out there. Um, yeah. Because it's, yeah. We, we have to change our mindset. We have to change our mindset to be successful. That's very true. But I, I agree with you. You don't want to have a lot of yes men around you, you know, people that just tell right. you yes. Um you know, I was right. just speaking on just being, you know, healthy, healthy uh, mentally healthy and having the people who are around you that are supporting you. And that goes for if, you, if it's bad or good. You know, people still need to tell you the truth. You're going to have people around you that probably see the potential in you or just trying to hold on just in case you become famous or something like that. But you do need to step outside of just the people that you know and start trying to, for example, sell to other people to see if they like it or not. Your product could be super nice to everybody in your circle because they're being supportive, but, right. you know, the people outside is like, eh, this is not really it, you know, and then you don't know how to react. So I, I, I'm glad you did, you know, stop me to speak on that because it's very important to have an outside support group too. Yeah, and it is. It, it's natural that everyone's not gonna like everything that you do. I mean, an, an artist can can drop an album and have a really really good song out there, and then the other songs on the album are just face fillers. Right, so right. It's still about. I mean, they're gonna like something that you do, and they're gonna like something that you're not gonna do. And I feel like if you don't have tough skin in any business, no matter the industry that you're in or trying right. to break into. It might just be best for you to work for somebody because people will tell you their true, honest feelings about something. Uh-huh. And the people are who you're selling to are the people who you need to support what you're doing in order for your business to grow. Right. Okay. Okay. I think we was, what, on number three? We are on um, number four. Okay. Um, no, number four for that I feel like is important for business development, I would um, I would say integrity. Um, uh. A lot of people aren't doing the right things behind closed doors, but in front right. of everybody, it looks like you know it looks like they're doing everything right and everything is going well. But you know, I, I know people who are like behind closed doors, they're doing a whole lot of other stuff that's not good for integrity, especially if you're you're doing one thing and you're preaching something else. Uh-huh. Um, right. I feel like that's integrity is just something that you need in yourself so you can always have good karma coming back to you because it's not going to come back to you, it's going to come back to your business. So why not just do the right thing all the time? Right. Right. Okay. And then number five. And my fifth one... Um, this is tough. I usually have like a top four. I haven't really I'm gonna have to go back to my notebook and write down a, a fifth one. Um hmm. Well let's, I, let's I guess huh? Go ahead. 
Okay. Um, well, I, I guess it kind of relates back to, um, you know, using technology and reading and thing and everything. But um, I would say always being greedy for knowledge. Um, we talked oh. about kind of you know reading books yeah. because there's a lot of information in there. And then we talked about I talked about um, you know, utilizing the internet to research the things that you don't know. But I would say going above and beyond to just always being greedy for for knowledge, um, always wanting to learn something new because that's the only way your business is going to stay innovative. It's going to always change. Um, when you are on the internet researching things, also research some stuff that are you know, in your market that you're not doing, that other people, other businesses are doing, because you'll never know how to differentiate yourself if you don't know what everybody else is doing. And I, I guess I can put that in the category of just being hungry for knowledge, always wanting more and never settling. Even if your business made a million dollars, there's still a billion to be made, you know. So yeah. not just settling with where you are and being complacent because you feel like you've done enough and that's okay. And I feel like that mindset is what will initially start to bring your business to a downfall because everything is changing every day. Technology, people, people's mindsets is changing, and you want to make sure that you're changing as well to keep up. Right. Wow. I, I Let's call that a bonus because, I mean, greedy, of course, when we hear the term greedy, we – you know, think the word um, greedy is negative. It's it's negative. It's the terminology of, you know, you're not thankful. You know, I'm being greedy. You're being greedy. But being greedy for knowledge when you are a business owner, that is so different. Um, Mm -hmm. It's completely opposite of what you would think the word greedy would mean. So being greedy for knowledge being greedy to build your business, being greedy for research, being greedy just to continue with success. I mean, that, that was a good one. That's, that's a good bonus. Um, <laughs> that was a bonus. So thanks for mentioning that. That's, um, we're going to have to start using that. Even in our hashtags, I think we ought to start putting that in our hashtags as well, of mm-hmm. greedy for knowledge and take the negativity out of it and understand the positivity that comes with being greedy um, for success. There we go, being greedy for success. Um, Mm -hmm. We have quite a few people listening in on Facebook Live, and I had a a good comment from Renee. Um, She's a flight attendant, and she was mentioned when we were talking about technology, on how everyone is transitioning from paper to using electronic devices. And as a flight attendant, they have an app or something that they use to help them with seating passengers and making sure that they have everything that they need to get done on an airplane, which I did not know that. So that's good to know Mm -hmm. that they're making their life easier, which in turn will make my life easier when I'm on a plane because I don't like flying anyway. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a good one. And Eileen, she said good information. So she's, uh, she really likes what, what you, you're sharing so far. Um, so as, as we, you know, we went through your five tips, and as we continue to 
responsible for that um, building our businesses. Uh, what are some of the, let's hear some of the negative points that um, is that you've come across with business development and how we can turn it around. Okay. I don't know if I have five, but I do have a few off the top of my head. Um, no, the very, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the very first one that is, you've seen it, I've seen it, so those who are listening in, we've all seen it, is comparing yourself to other people and their business. That's like the the number one thing you never want to do. That's the top negative that will tarnish your mindset, which will tarnish your business. A lot of people, you know, they get on the Internet or they see all this stuff on TV and and they start to compare. Well, why my business isn't where theirs is? You know, we never see people working and grinding in the background. So every time somebody new come out or a new line of makeup or something comes out, we just right. think they came up out the middle of nowhere, which is not true, you know. And yeah. a lot of people will take that versus um, congratulating them and trying to learn their business and their business model and see what what type of, you know, tips and, and tactics that they can take to build their own. They hate or they're, you know, condescending on their whole business and they don't like it or they're mad or everything. And it could be turned around by just looking at what they're doing. You know, look at their connections, look at how they post. A lot of people who yeah. are, you know, who are big in the business with their business, they're posting strategically. You know, there there's a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see. And, you know, comparing yourself to somebody else, especially if you're comparing if I that's like if I compare myself to someone who's in chapter fifteen of their business and yeah. I'm in chapter three. That it's right. completely different. We're in two different stages. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, and you I can't compare yeah. yourself to anybody. Because that there's different situations financially, mentally, I mean everything about it is different situations. So we can't compare or use somebody else's situation and make it mine. Because it's it's no uh-huh. way that we can we can do that. Um, even if we are on the same level of whether it's not financial whatever the case may be, we're still completely two different people. We think differently. We we move around differently. We have um, uh-huh. different ways of uh, doing business, our skills, our talent. Um, and we have to tap into our gifts. Uh-huh. We are all given a gift of some sort, and we have to learn how to tap into that. We have to uh, tweak it. We have to learn how to build on it, and we have to learn uh-huh. how to do it. You know, understand what that is, so we can move forward. We can't um, continually say, "Well, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate about that." I get when you have a business. Is you know, everybody's. It, to me, it's almost like a fad to say, "Okay, if I'm uh-huh. passionate about it, it's a business." But I'm passionate. I tell everybody, I'm passionate about some shoes. I love me some shoes. Uh-huh. I don't want a uh-huh. shoe store. Uh-huh. I don't want to be fitting nobody else's feet with no shoes. I don't. Yeah. But mine. So we have to be careful with our quote unquote passion, if that makes sense. So yeah, that makes um, completely sense. 
Yeah, so we, we just have to uh, be careful when we go um, in that direction. Um, well, well, what's your comment on that as well, on the, the passion of business owners? Um, I just feel like you can't take all of your passions and monetize them. And I sometimes people do stuff just because, you know, I'm passionate about it. And you can be passionate about it and, you know, not try to turn it into a business. Because with businesses, you have to find where there's a need in the market, you know. Right. You have to find out how you're going to be different in order to be competitive. And if you're just doing something because you're passionate about it, it's not really going to work out because then you don't really have, you know, a business model or anything like that. You're just doing it because you like it, but you're not thinking about the people, the customers, your clients, and everything. So I feel like like you make a very great – point on you're passionate about shoes but you don't want to be putting shoes on other people's feet you just like shoes and some people don't know how to just leave it at that right just leave it at that part and then find something that you really do like like or love and try to see where there's a need for it in the market or how you could be in the market to be niche you know right right so how um uh did you have I, I cut you off what was your uh, other negative that you were going to hit? Um, my other negative, the comparison is my my biggest one. I'm trying to think of another good one. I don't want to just throw out any like any old thing. Right. Another negative. Give me give me some time. Let me think about that one. I don't want to. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, um, we, we're getting some really good comments and, uh, people are listening, um, on Facebook live and they're following. So everyone that's listening in, send me your questions, send me your comments. Uh, we're here. We'll want to answer them for you. Or if you want some additional tips or anything, let us know. So we are getting, uh, what you need. Uh, hear from us. And uh, while we're on, I also wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit and um, send out a quick congratulations and shout out to Feral Steps on the Skin I'm In uh, project. This is the second year and it's tonight at Buffalo Soldier Museum. So if you have nothing to do, go get your tickets. See you there this evening. I believe it's six o'clock that uh, is going to start. His VIP tickets, of course, are sold out. So, uh, but I think there's still some uh, availability for uh, general admission. So, be sure you go check that out and uh, tap into Feral Phelps' uh, social media as well, and you will see the awesome pictures that he has been putting out, his teasers, his videos, and all of that uh, for the event tonight. So. Be sure you check it out, Get I'm In uh, project tonight at the Buffalo Soldier Museum. Um, okay, now we're going to switch back to Alexa right now and uh, get back into business development. Now, uh, we hit some positive and some negative. Um, let's get into, like, the relationship. Uh, how – Okay. Um, well, now that we're working on us, we're working on building that relationship, I mean, building our business, and another thing that I find that slips through the cracks 
yes, we're working behind the scenes, building our business, doing different things um, that we need to do to keep our business afloat. But it doesn't stop there. We have to remember our clients. We have to remember our follow-up when we're networking, following up with those people that we network with. Uh, And it's not always about sales, 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 sales. Let's build our relationships. Because no, you might not be able to sell to that person, but you never know. Eventually, they may refer you out to somebody else that needs your services or products. Yes, that's that's very true. Uh, Relationships is your point of sale first. You know, I mean, even if you only have five minutes or five seconds to pitch something to someone before they walk away or anything like that. I mean, you have to find the best effective way on how you can build a relationship without trying to come off as silly, if that makes sense. Um, It's about, you know, where does the value lie for both people in a relationship? Um, Are you going to be a benefit to them? Are you going to be hindering them? Um, Right. that's that's one of the ways that I started my relationship. How can I benefit this person? And then some people may not want anything. They may just want to see you succeed, and they may just want to be your mentor or just someone mm-hmm. who always buys your stuff because they want to see you do well. You do have those people where you don't really have to build a relationship with. They, they just naturally want to see you do well. But I was, it starts off with being sincere. You know, you don't always have to try to sell someone a product you can get them interested in what you're doing and, you know, have them follow you on Facebook or have them follow you on, on Instagram so they can continue to see you build because two years from now, they may come up with something and they may need you, but and because you've built that relationship, you're the first person on their mind. You're who they think of anything that's business-wise or whatever industry you're in. And building relationships is very important. Some people feel like, I can do this without – I can just sell, sell, sell. I can do anything without having to really know a whole lot of people. But your business will be bigger and you'll go further with the more relationships you obtain throughout your process, especially in the early stages. I feel like um, with any business, that's the most important time to build relationships. You know, go do some work and figure out everything and then reach out to people. Or even when you're out, you're talking to people, let them know what you do. But don't say, hey, you want to buy my T-shirt? You know, it's not about that. It's about the brand, and sometimes people forget that. You know, you're uh-huh. still a brand, and the brand needs relationships in order to succeed. Right. right. Um, so if some people sometimes have issues with starting that relationship, so what will be your advice on you know, you went to a networking event or you met someone through someone else, and, okay, yeah, I did a follow-up, hey, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. How would you go forward with building that relationship? It can be as simple as a, hey, I'm just, you know, checking on you again, or I'm just seeing how you're doing. People like stuff like that. Somebody just randomly hit me up and said, oh, I'm just checking on you, you know, I'm not trying to sell you anything. Although I do have a business, but, you know, how's your well-being? You know, do you have any future plans, whether it's traveling, whether it's your business, are you in between jobs or something? It's just about being as sincere as possible and being caring and loving. You have to still love on your clients and your potential clients. 
even if they haven't bought anything, that's still a potential client just because you have a relationship with them, you know. And you never know what people are saying when you're not around, you know. They may, you may get 100 sales and it came from one person. And yeah. that's because you built a relationship with them. So they feel like, let me tell the world about this person because they checked on me and I was, you know, I was in a bad mental state or I just had a family death or I just lost my job. But this person still, you know, still wants to build a relationship. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to always be around business or, you know, money or anything like that, but just sincerely caring about people and they. You know, you went to a networking event and you got their contact and you're just reaching back out to them, whether it's via email or something. I feel like those small steps make a big, major difference uh, with building a relationship. Because now you're coming from the heart and you're not coming from, I'm trying to make money off you. No one wants to feel like they're being sold to. Okay. Most people people want a relationship. Um, before I feel like you're trying to just sell me some stuff because you don't care. You're just trying to either meet a quota or meet your personal quota or get a certain amount of sales, which is true, but the relationships are for long term, three to six months from now or two to five years from now. And Uh that's what keeps those customers coming back. They're going to be current. They're going to be reoccurring all the time because you have a relationship with them. Right. Okay, I have a question from uh, Susan. Well, you kind of answered it, but how do you, if you have an eight to five, how do you go about building those relationships? Um, I, I'll let, I have a comment on that as well, but I'll let you go ahead and, and comment on it. Okay, yeah, so I, I currently also work um, a nine to five. I, I work for IBM, and even within my work environment, I feel make relationships when they send us places to travel and everything i still try to you know any any time i can even though we're all at work the people around you at work may just be the the biggest people who support anything you do or somebody that you want to you know build a relationship with because we all have outside lives i've learned so much about my coworkers, and they do so many things outside of just going to work but i would have never known that had i not tried to build a relationship with them there and then on your free time, I mean, it's only well, 24 hours in a day. We work eight, nine of them, and then we sleep eight, nine of them. So <laughs> we only got about between seven hours, you know, left in our day to do anything um, as far as building relationships. But, I mean, you just never know who people are. You just never know what people can offer. So that's why I, I, I spoke on the topic of just being sincere and just, trying to get to know people or, you know, even if it's a hay or if you see someone walking a dog and, you know, it's it's just small ways to do it on your free time outside of work, even on weekends. Um, even though I wake up at 6.30 in the morning every day during the week, I still do the same thing on the weekends because if I can wake up in the morning, I have more time to go out and meet people and, and you know, build a relationship with them somehow, some way. Even on Sundays when you go to church, you just really never know who people are or what they're doing and what they have going on. So making enough time for yourself to go out and do things, even if it's at the grocery store or the gas station, you'll learn Uh a lot more about people and you'll begin to build a relationship with them. Right. Well, see, I uh, my comment is is I'm I'm one of the five as 
well. But mm-hmm. um, what we have to do too is because sometimes, you know, you work on these jobs and, you know, mm-hmm. they don't want you to do anything else and they find out you're probably doing a side this or anything, then of course they're going to throw that in your face. Oh, well, that's why you can't get this mm-hmm. done. You know, the one time that something truly happens, whether it's running the kids to to school or, you know, they have an accident, you can't come in, whatever, that'll be the first thing that they, you know, will want to throw in your face. And um, we we have to be cautious of that. Unfortunately, it's just, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can't talk to or let people on your job know that you have aside yet going on. Um, that's that's unfortunate. Uh, it shouldn't have, we shouldn't have to worry about that, but the, again, it is what it is. And um, that's one reason I decided to do this podcast on Saturday morning, because I know that there are some people that still work a nine to five. They don't have time to uh, participate in podcasts or listen in to information. Um, and then that's why I have the magazine as well, because that's something, it's digital. That's something they could go online, look at at any time to get any information uh, from anybody. So I understand what that is, not being able to participate, attend events, or uh, listen to podcasts or, you know, something like what we're doing this morning. So, um, we just have to look for those resources that's out there when we are not at our jobs or how can I record it? How can I look at it later? How can I um, get somebody to get me a copy of there as an event? So it's working with the people that's already in your circle that may have mm-hmm. an opportunity to attend an event, listen to something or um, take part that, that you cannot. You know, just have them, hey, bring me some information. Tell me what it was about recorded for me. Uh, here, I'll pay you extra to buy me the book or whatever. So we just have to be um, cautious about that. But at the same time, I saw emails, time them to go out, um, set meetings up. Sometimes we don't have to use our vacation days. I've done it. Um, take mm-hmm. that day off. Go hand to hand your business because you never know what's going to happen. Will you make a sale that day? Maybe. It's not guaranteed. But there's an opportunity that something could happen later on down the line. It's just you have to plan accordingly and um, be be cautious about, you know, your timing. And if you're going to take a vacation day, make it count. Set two, three meetings mm-hmm. up, three, four meetings up today. Go to lunch, you know, have your breakfast, do whatever you got to do. The kids in school, unless you got babies, but, you know, the kids in school, and so you don't have to worry about it. So that's that's my advice on that. Um, so, Susan, I hope that was the answer. Well, okay, she said good advice. I guess that answered her question. Um, okay, good. Um, so, but... Um, we're coming uh, close to the end of the show, but I wanted to, you know, get in any information that we can uh, before we sign off. So do you have any ending comments or suggestions for people, whether they're working a nine-to-five, part-time, or they are a full, oh, before we move on?
on, I do want to say this. It's going to be some people probably get mad at me right now, but we cannot have people in our ear that say, if you want to be a business owner, you need to quit your job. Yeah, you are not ready, <laughs> you are not mentally ready. Do not have that person in your ear. Um, mm-hmm. I've come across so many people. Oh well, you can't do this, or you won't be successful. You need to quit. You need to walk away. That's just dumb. Sorry, <laughs> it is because whether you have to work or not, that job can finance your business. And mm-hmm. if you have to work and that job is okay, that's my primary means to pay my bills or take care of my kids. You got to do what you got to do for you and learn how to manage your time where you go to work, come home, take care of the kids, the husband, and then make time. Okay, let me get on this computer. Let me do my emails, my follow-up. Use um, social media management tools. Schedule your uh, social medias to go out. Sometimes I will sit. Mm-hmm. My husband's a truck driver. Sometimes he's gone. I will sit on a weekend, and I will do a month and a half to two months of posts. Just set them up. Because, I mean, you have to do what you got to do. Um, it's easier said than done, but that's just what we got to do sometimes. Um to get our posts out. It's not about posting all the time. Yes, social media is out there, but what platform is for you? Um, The only reason I'm on Facebook now is just because of Facebook Live. I don't use Facebook for posting for Savvy, the magazine, or the podcast. It's only on Instagram and Twitter Um, because Facebook is just not for Savvy right now. And, of course, yeah. I see LinkedIn, and um, that's just under Melissa Ambers because that's more of a business platform and not, you know, quote-unquote business unless you're, you know, Fortune 500 or something. So you have to understand the platform, utilize our social media management tools, utilize all – I mean, we have so much stuff on the Internet, y'all. We do. We have so much tools, apps everything out there that can help us plan, schedule, um, and just do different things that we need to do to keep our our business out there and keep us uh, um, where we need to be. So utilize what you have. If you don't know what to do, how to use it, shoot me an email. Info at SavvyMag.biz, S-A-V-V-Y-M-A-G dot B-I-Z. Or if you have any additional questions for Alexa, let me know, and I'll be sure that she will get the email. So it's it's too much stuff out here now. Um, And not to say that I know it all. I never want to put myself out there that I know it all, I have all the answers or anything. But just know that there's a lot of things out there that – Yes, we can utilize and ask for help. Don't be scared to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Please don't. You have any comments on that, uh, Alexa? Yeah, I mean, I would agree with everything you said. Um, as far as just keeping on, it goes back to negativity, keeping those people out of your ear who's just 
yeah. telling you some stuff, like, if you're going to do it, do it wholeheartedly. I mean, you still have to pay bills and eat and keep clothes on your back and stuff like that. And if your business isn't making more than what you bring in from your job, then it doesn't, it's not right. common sense. I mean, even though common sense ain't so common these days, but it's just not common sense to just sold out, quit everything that you're doing, and then, because you have people that have quit their job because, you know, they wanted to do their business all the way, but that, right. like I said, people are doing stuff in the background that they're not saying. They'll just say, yeah, I quit my job, and I started doing this full time, but while you were working, you took all the money that you made, and you invested it into your business to where you can live like mm-hmm. that, and that's what, that's what people aren't saying. You know, I didn't just yeah. up and quit my job. Because how are you going to have materials and stuff to make or sell or do anything that you're doing? Or pay your phone bill to sell on Instagram yeah. and Facebook? Yeah. Even if it's a service, you, you got to have money for gas. You got to keep the lights on, mm-hmm. keep the cell phone on, keep the internet up. So even if it's service and you don't have a product, you still have to be able mm-hmm. to have all of your equipment. Yeah, that's very, very true. <laughs> you, you're gonna need your job. It's gonna finance anything you want to do in the future. In the future, without right. you starving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. Um, I want to thank everyone that had was on Facebook Live, Instagram, everyone that was following, uh, commenting. I truly appreciate you and your participation and listening in this morning. Um, Alexa, uh, before we get off, let everyone know how they can get in contact with you, your email, website, social media, all of that. Okay. So my, um, my website is charisma.com and that's going to be spelled not the traditional way, but K-E-R-I-Z-M-E.com. It's my, um, clothing brand line. The store does not open up until December 1st, but you can, um, go on on the website. You can subscribe, and I'll be sending out an email closer to the time that it's um, getting ready to open with the password um, if you want to see what I have in stock and everything. And then um, I'm, on, I'm on Facebook as Alexa Jackson, um, and I'm on Instagram as um, Lexa Badu. So like Erica Badu, but it's just L-E-X-A-B-A-D-U. And my email, you can reach me either at info at charisma.com or my personal email, which is jackson.alexa at ymail.com. So even one of those, I'm very responsive. I'm very helpful. If you have any other questions, um, just, just reach out to me. I, I, don't hide in, I don't hide any knowledge from anyone that I've learned myself. So, um, yeah. We have to share. Wow. Thanks again, Alexa, for uh, – joining in this morning and no problem thanks for having me absolutely thank you so much and uh, be sure every saturday at 9 a.m we will be on the same platform facebook live instagram or you could call in uh 9 a.m central um we're here every saturday morning if you have any questions or show ideas or concerns let me know. Send me an email at info at SavvyMag.biz, S-A-V-V-Y-M-A-G dot B-I-Z. Send me that email, and I will 
be sure that we have the questions answered, or I will go out and find an expert to be on the show to give you the information that you're looking for, because I want everyone to be successful. This show is here to help um, all business owners and professionals to grow, to nurture, to get everything that you need so you can be successful in your own right. Um, It's not about making anyone do what someone else needs you to do, but whatever your skill is in the direction that you need to go in, that's the direction that we need to have you um, participate with. So, again, join us every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, here on Savvy, the Business Podcast, and also check out the magazine, Savvy, the Business Magazine, at www.savvymag.biz. Thanks again. We'll see you next Saturday. Keep it savvy. Thank you. Thank Talk you. Talk to you later, Alexa. Appreciate you. Okay. Yeah, no problem. Have a good day. Thank you. Alexa.